Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Wednesday, April 29. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today, our Category Manager for Lifestyle Books, Shanu Prasad. Hello, Shanu. Hello. And we're also joined by Category Manager for Children's and YA Books, Sarah McEwling. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Now, the last time you two were on the podcast, we had a YA extravaganza, but this time, I understand, we're all being put under arrest because it's crime cast time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Too much? Um, yes, yeah. yeah. That, that, that <laughs> comment alone warrants your arrest. Oh, good one, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I concur. Okay. It is, though. It is a crime book. We're both talking about crime books. Well then, yep. uh, you, you go first. What's your uh, what's your pick for today? Okay, my pick for today is a book called Who We Were by M. Carroll. Um, and this was such an absorbing read. I'd put it in the category of, I guess, domestic noir because um, it's very thrillery and uh, a lot of it is just, you know, uh, sort of more of a menacing situation. I'll lay out the plot for you, okay? So the plot is there's this group of people, there's multiple narrators in this. I tried to count them and I lost count, but I think it's somewhere near 10 narrators. And they are all members of the graduating class of the year 2000. So it's set in, an, in 2020, but I guess in a, in a 2020 without the coronavirus um, <laughs> because that's not happening but they are all going to have their 20-year high school reunion. And what I found so fascinating about this book is the way that people's past selves didn't match up with their present selves. So, like, you have all of the kind of the, the archetypal characters in any high school drama that you would have ever seen. So there was, like, the pretty popular girl and the pretty popular girl's friend who just backs her up on all of her bitchiness and the popular yeah the like the popular guy the jock guy like the captain of the rugby team guy and then the the like popular guy who's more of a clown like who makes fun of people and is has you know cutting remarks all the time and um there was the guy who everyone bullied and there was the sort of outcast girl like there's just everyone present and accounted for but we see their past sort of play out in tandem with who they became 20 years later and it's really different so like the the guy who used to make fun of people and be a real asshole has become a doctor and now has a son with down syndrome and this like amazingly healthy, wonderful relationship with his wife and he's just completely turned around and become a different person who's now thoroughly ashamed of his past because he's now got a child who if if he found out his child was being bullied in that way, he'd be horrified. So these people have like come a long way from the people that they were. And the whole premise of the book is that in the lead up to this high school reunion, someone is sort of sending people updated versions of their yearbook quotes um, that kind of reveal their secrets. So 
uh, people are getting these notes, often not even by email, but like physical notes under their door or like on their car windshield or really terrifyingly in an envelope on their bed that just reveal these secrets about them. And so everyone is on edge. No one knows who this person is or what their agenda is. Um, Everyone has like a theory about who it could be based on shitty stuff they did when they were in high school. And these people are all just thrown into this situation and it is fascinating. Awesome. That sounds really, really interesting. What a cool concept. It's a great Um, concept. I really just want to ask you what who did it, but I realised that would be a terrible podcast if you told me the answer. So it I guess is, I just have to go and actually read the book myself to find out. Yeah, you know, I mean, they all like, think they know. They all think that there's a very obvious solution to this. Um, but, you know, and it was really interesting to see people, you know, even though they've come so far and changed so much, um, they haven't completely lost who they were. So, like, I don't know, it was very, look, the character work in this in this thriller is is really impressive. I was very much into it. Um, and it really had a, it had that vibe of a Leanne Moriarty book where there's this sense of menace in a kind of largely suburban setting and just in people's houses. But there's this, like, genuinely menacing thing happening. And you're just lost in all of the drama of these people's relationships um, and the things they did in the past and how they're affecting their present. So, yeah, Um, Who We Were by B.M. Carroll. Highly recommend. It was a great read. When's it coming out? Oh, very good. Very good question. I can't remember. Um, (laughs) Let me just use a thing called the internet to quickly find out. Um, uh, Please, like, please just. Uh, bear with me for one second. It is already out. You can get it now. It came out today. Yay! And aren't you, aren't you guys doing a? Um, aren't you doing a, with uh, Ben, the Fiction Academy manager? Aren't you doing a podcast with the author? Very yes, soon. Stay tuned for that. There will be sometime in the coming days or next week, airing a podcast with the author that has not yet happened, oh. but will be happening shortly. Well, that Brilliant. sounds really interesting. And what did yeah. you bring on, Shane? Um, The first book I'd like to talk about is a book called I Shot the Devil by Ruth McIver. Uh, She was the winner of the Rochelle Prize for Emerging Writers in 2018 for this this book, and it's now finally coming out. Um, It will be coming out uh, on, if nothing else changes, the 30th of June. So plenty of time to uh, pre-order it and get it um, on its release. I was... uh, I, you know, I do have to say that I walked past the proof on the shelf because the cover, I was like, oh, yeah, that, you know, there was like a wood with like some burning, something burning in the middle. But then Sarah started, I think, reading it last week. I think you're only a little bit of the way in, Sarah, so I'll try not to do too many spoilers. And um, the cover of the, act, the actual cover of the book was so awesome that I was like, oh, I want to read that book. And I looked at the, looked at the title and went, this looks very familiar. And so I raced back to the shelf and I was like, yes, it's right there. I don't have to wait till June to read it, to the end of June to read it. So um, I read it on Saturday, a nice sunny day. And I would recommend if you're a person that doesn't really like really dark, heavy sorts of things, read it on a sunny day because um, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty gruesome. Um, it's such a good concept, though. I would think I was I love the cover. And then once I read the back, I was like, yes, for sure. This sounds awesome. It's basically about this woman who um, is 
32. Um, she has had like not that great a life. Uh, she hasn't really done anything that amazing with her life. She was like at some point she was a real journalist. Now she kind of writes sort of puff pieces for this kind of you know like local kind of like uh, glamour local paper with a magazine. They're trying to be sort of glamorous, um, glamorize the the area. Um, and then she does you know writing for you know commercials and just not not very interesting stuff. However, she gets a call from her um, editor to say that uh, there's this story, uh, this crime story that she wants um, she wants the main character, Erin, um, to write. And it just so happens that this story um, takes place in Erin's hometown. And surprise, surprise, Erin was actually involved with one of the people in this crime. So the crime was that five, five people, five teenagers walked into... Um, walked into the woods. Um, one of them was murdered by the others. Um, the media called it a satanic killing, um, and then um, also one of the one of the murderers was shot by a police officer who happened to be the stepfather of one of the other kids. And so they kind of want to go. Um, they want her to go back and sort of like work out was that really what happened or what was what was the real story behind it. Turns out that Erin had actually. Um, was going out with one of the other characters, um, uh, one of the other guys, not not the one that not either of the ones that got murdered, or the one with the um, police officer stepfather, but the other guy who was um, kind of like the jock turned goth. So he was extremely good looking, extremely charismatic, but he just decided that he wanted to be a goth. And then they then they were like, oh, maybe he's now a saint. Maybe he was then a satan worshipper as well. So um, she's a bit scared to go back because this guy sounds like he was like, you know, so magnetic and wonderful and he was actually terrible and she's terrified of having to see him again. But um, her, her editor promises her like a full-time proper gig if she does go back. So she agrees to do it. And from there, which sounds like it's like a great premise and you think, okay, cool, we'll just we'll find out what's going on and then we'll resolve it and it'll all be great. It gets so complicated and murky, but in a really, really, really interesting way. So I read, I mean, I read this book just all straight through. I got up once to get a drink because it was a hot sunny day <laughs> and then I went back and kept reading it. And at the end I was just like, oh, my goodness, I cannot believe that's what happened. And um, it's full of, yeah, it's full of really, so I don't know how much you got up to, Sarah, but, like, after the first, like, four chapters, it gets, it gets like, super complicated, but not in a, not in a bad way. It's more like... I kind of think of it like if you liked um, the co kind of complicated uh, sort of crime stories of like Chris of Chris Hammer, um, then that's kind of what I what I felt here. It's a much shorter book. It's 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 well, I mean anything would be shorter than probably a Chris Hammer crime novel, but um, it's probably <laughs> about a third of the a third of the um, of the uh, their pages than one of his books would be. But it's got that same really um, connected, and you're just not quite sure where the story is going to go. So for someone that me like me who you know is always trying to guess the ending of something and prefers it when they don't know the ending of something, um, I feel like this 100% fit the bill. I'm really keen to get back to that book. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen for you to finish it so we can uh, discuss it uh, discuss it further. And how great is it to like have a book that you can read in a day? I haven't done that in ages. Yeah, I I, I do have to. Uh, admit that I do read extremely fast. So um, the next book that I was going to talk about, I also read in a day um, just because also we don't have much else. I don't have, I don't have kids. I don't have, 
you know, anything to really do on the weekend now. So oh, I can just the same day, was it? Sorry? It wasn't the same day, was it? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, after that one, after that book, I just, um, I couldn't, I actually, no, I did start, I did start another book straight after, but it was another YA book that we'll talk about another week. Um, <laughs> <because> <laughs> to, after, after that kind of like, whoa, I had to go to something extremely the opposite. <laughs> and, and what was that? Oh, we'll talk about that one another time. But the other thing, but I brought I brought along another book to talk about that is the complete opposite of the kind of crime that I shot the devil is. If that's a bit too much for you at this time of, you know, this time, and not everyone wants to read, you know, real, like, you know, gritty, nitty, nitty gritty crime right now. So if you don't like that kind of crime, but you want, you want something that's still got like an interesting mystery kind of crime um, element to it, but, you know, also, you know that things are going to end well because it's not a spoiler to say that because the next book I want to talk about is uh, Nora Roberts' Hideaway. Now, Nora oh. Roberts has written a lot. I don't even know how many books she's written. So many books. Um, and all different kinds of books. 11 million, right? Yeah, I think that's probably about right. Um, and I just wanted to quickly recommend um, Hideaway in that it's the perfect it's the perfect book to read right now it's got a lovely romance it's got like a great main character who has an interesting like career but she doesn't have to worry about money and they live in like a beautiful um a, <clears throat> a beautiful place in like you know she comes from like a hollywood family something bad happens to her when she's little but she gets she saves herself before anything really bad happens and even like you know, even when there's like murders or things in the book, you know that it's not going to really affect them. But there's enough tension there that you that you you know that you're not just like bored with reading it. Um, I don't know how after writing so many books she can write, kind of write to a formula, but make that formula be so compelling that each time you just like, yep, yep, I'm happy to read another another book where crime and romance and family and you know people that don't have to worry about money exist. And so the reason uh, she's the one of the number one best-selling authors. That's true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. So um, it says she can't run forever and she lives in a place called Hideaway. So, I mean, who doesn't love stuff like that? That's great. That's just great. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a worldwide marketing team that comes up with this stuff and I love it. Um, so it's like it's like twice as long as um, as I Shot the Devil, but I also just read this all in one all in one go with um, another. I had to get a couple of drinks for this one because it was really – it really did – it was a lot longer um but it was just it was just so good to like escape into this whole other world and um just not have to worry about our problems and just worry about her problems which you know gets resolved at the end it's great um so this one's reading yeah exactly so this one's out on the 26th of may fantastic thank you for that shanu and um what's bringing you guys joy at the moment while we're in isolation uh do you want to go shanu no no you go first sarah Okay, what's bringing me joy is that I got sent um, this jar of uh, turmeric latte mix from my beautiful sister-in-law, and so now I'm obsessed with turmeric lattes. They are so delicious. I have started replacing, um, I'm on day two of my obsession with turmeric lattes, and I've replaced one of my daily coffees instead with a turmeric latte, and it is the best thing ever, and I highly recommend it. Wow, that's that's such an interesting recommendation. I, I get a lot of um, coffee samples as well from my my husband who works in the grocery industry, um, and I've had all sorts of weird flavors uh, uh, coming my way, but I haven't tried a turmeric one. Well, that's it's great. It's just spices, so it's turmeric and 
cinnamon and cardamom and ginger and a few other different spices all mixed together and you just, um, you know, uh, put it up, boil it on the stovetop with um, a bit of water and some almond milk and it goes all creamy and golden and then you sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon on the top of it when it's ready and it is like everything. Oh boy. (laughs) And your kitchen must smell lovely afterwards as well. It has that benefit, yeah. And you can, it's got the comfort of like a hot chocolate, but but it feels better for you because it's all like spices that are really rich in antioxidants. So you get to that pleasant feeling of like, this tastes great. Plus, I can pat myself on the back because this is good for me. (laughs) (laughs) What's bringing me joy is also kitchen related, but it's certainly not healthy. That's for sure. But it's so good that I'm like, I don't care if it's not healthy because, you know, there's, you know, dinner for being healthy. I don't have to be healthy at dessert time. <laughs> so I um, I uh, had some lime curd that I made last week because we had leftover limes. <clears throat> and I was like, what am I going to do with this? I, you know, I don't want to just eat it plain, even though you can. I want to do something else with it. And then I was like looking around my lounge room and I was like, oh, Flower and Stone, which is a, a book that came out like two years ago, 2018. Um, which is based on recipes from the, the, the um, patisserie called Flower and Stone in Sydney. And one of the recipes in there, the chocolate and um, raspberry flourless cake, is like one of my absolute go-to favourite cakes. And I know that um, everyone in the office pretty much likes it because you can it's gluten-free as well, so um, <clears throat> everyone can eat it. Um, and um, so, you know, I was like, I knew that one was great <clears throat> and I could make that. And then there's this, other, there's this other cake that I used to always get from the um, – from the patisserie that I loved, but I was like, oh, that looks really complicated. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that. It's called the Lemon Dream Cake. And um, I did it. I made it on um, after I finished reading, actually, um, the, um, I Shot the Devil. Um, I, I went and I started making it, and it was um, not actually as hard as I thought, and the instructions in the book were really, really clear. And um, I took a photo and put it on my Instagram, and I have to say I was quite impressed because Everyone was, I mean, people were very kind and saying nice things, which I always love. Um, but I put it up against a photo of what the actual one in the book looked like, and mine did not look that dissimilar. Sure, it may have not tasted, you know, exactly the same, but um, since I can't go to Flower and Stone at the moment to get theirs, um, I'm certainly happy that I could make mine. And um, it's such a great book. Like, my friend that's actually a um, pastry chef, um, it's one of her favourites to cook from. And so I love that it's like, it's been out for a couple of years, so, you know, often we just talk about the newest and the upcoming and stuff, but there's there's something so wonderful about being able to go back into a book that you've had for a little while and maybe you've made some things and not others and then just be able to go in and make something and make something new from it. Um, I really hope that she writes another book soon because I'd like a, lot, a bunch more recipes from her as well. That Flower and Stone book, does it have the recipe for the lamingtons in it? Because I'm slightly obsessed with those. Um, I think, yeah, it definitely has, I don't know if it's got that exact Lamington that she has at them, like that she was doing last time, but because this was obviously two years ago, so she does change up the flavours, but she definitely has a Lamington recipe in that book. Um, The recipes are just fantastic and um, they're actually much more achievable. They're actually not very complicated. It's just that there were steps and often you just don't have a lot of time to, you know, make things with malt that you have to like kind of make, then put aside, then do something else. But now we kind of home more. So it's the perfect time to do those kind of multi-step, multi-step recipes. Well, that's a very delicious thing that's bringing you joy there, Shanu. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, Let's do our shout-out to an Australian author, Sarah. Um, Who are we shouting out to today? 
We are shouting out to the author of the book that I spoke about, who we were, which is B.M. Carroll, our Australian author for today, um, who is amazing. <laughs> awesome. And we will have a podcast uh, coming out very soon as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Looking forward Good. to that. Okay, well, Shanu and Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today and thank you everybody for listening. As always, uh, you can hear all of our podcast episodes for free on SoundCloud and iTunes. We will be back at the same time tomorrow with another episode of the Daily Booktopia. Until then, keep reading and please stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces, and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast, and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore, at booktopia.com.au.